During the season, the phrase keys to victory is one that's common on this show and other shows that are breaking down how a team can win a game. Have you thought about who key players are for Ohio State to have an elite defense in 2023? I go over a few of them today on Locked on Buckeyes. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Buckeye fans? Welcome back to another episode of Locked on Buckeyes for the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jay Stevens, also the host of the Jay Stevens Podcast. It is Tuesday, July 18th in the year 2023, and I want to thank you for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen or first watch of every single day during today's episode i will predict two ohio state's captains will be and i have an extra captain on offense and defense outside of the six in my group but first keys to victory i say it all the time during the season on our friday shows i'll go over numerous keys to how the ohio state buckeyes can win that matchup on that given saturday But we also discuss Ohio State having the chance to have an elite defense in 2023. Jim Knowles is still there. You got James Laurinaitis as a grad assistant. The defensive recruiting is really good. So things could be really good over the next few years. But this year specifically, it sure seems like things are trending upward. We hope they're trending upward for the Buckeyes defense in the fall. But who are some key players? that Ohio State needs to play well consistently for the defense to be elite. I can go to one position group, not one position, one position group with this conversation, and it all starts up front. Now, you all, many of you that have been listening to this show or watching the show uh, during the last season or the season before, or even back to 2020, you realize that I am very, very big on things starting up front a lot of i talk about on offense how if you want to have a great offense great passing attack you want to have a really good running game you need to have maulers and guys up front that can open up holes that mac trucks can fit through but also can keep your quarterback clean throughout the game on saturdays and so when it comes to defense it's no different the guys up front michael hall jr and tyleek williams and Jack Sawyer and Kiana Jackson Jr. and JT Toymalowow and Caden Curry, the list, Taiwan Malone, the list goes on. If you're in the rotation, this ain't just about the starters. It could easily have been a, a segment about or a show about Toymalowow and Sawyer and Hall Jr. and Williams and their importance to the Buckeyes defense being elite, but it's the whole unit. If you get any snaps during crucial points in games or on defense alone, and you're a D lineman, you're critical. You're pivotal to the defense being elite. Because if you don't do your job, if, if the guys up front are not clogging up O linemen, disrupting the path, not allowing them to get to the second level, freeing up Eichenberg and Chambers and Hicks and uh, 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 Reed Carrico, maybe whoever it might be, if they're not doing the job up front, it's hard for the linebackers to do, to do their job. Man, it's a recipe for disaster. I go back to the game against the Wolverines in 2021. There were plays where I saw the guards have a free release to the linebackers. 
Linebackers are, stack, are half second slower, a step slow. What do you find? Big runs by Wolverines running backs. That wasn't the only time. It happened numerous times in that season. For some reason, that was it is implanted in my brain, and it I can't get it out. So you think about a defense. A year ago, Denzel Burke had a sophomore slump. It's expected. Henderson had a sophomore slump as well. Even though I, I, he healthy Henderson, I still think he would have taken a step or two back if we were healthy last year. You D coordinators have film on you. They know what kind of back you are in college. They know what you do well. So the, they do a better job and they have a better opportunity to scheme against you and to formulate a plan to slow you down. So Henderson a year ago, injuries, but I still think you would have taken a step back. Denzel Burke, however, I'm going to say he was healthy the entire season, but I do believe Burke had a sophomore slump, a pretty noticeable one. But a good way for him to come back and be a shutdown corner or a lockdown corner or a guy that's having 10-plus PBUs or pass breakups during the season, the guys up front have to do their job. Lathan Ransom, Joshua Proctor, uh, Jahad Carter, uh, Cam Martinez, Davison Iguanosin. If you want the secondary to be the best secondary in the country or to be the best unit that it can be, the guys up front have to do their job. If we just look at the run game specifically, and I talk a little bit about how the guards and even the center or even tackles, if you kind of hold them and if you disrupt their path and if you give them a stiffy with, with your right arm or if they're going out, you kind of grab a little bit and then disrupt them from going out to where they want to go in the run game, that's an easy way to disrupt the run game. Not even talk about the, the backers specifically at Ohio State. But if you want to just simply muddy things up as a D tackle or a DN, no matter if you're a one technique, a three technique, a seven technique, don't matter what technique you are, you need to utilize your hands and utilize them at an elite level because it's going to make a whole everybody else's job behind you a whole lot easier. One thing that frustrates linebackers, or really anybody on defense, but linebackers, let's say you're behind the D tackle with a three technique. And that D tackle is right there in the gap. He, he's kind of sensing that that guard is going to go to the backer, the mid, the Mike linebacker. And if you don't get your hands on him, even though you realize even pre-snap, the play's coming here, and you say, oh, I got him, I got him, but all of a sudden you you whiff, you don't get your hands on both, on both guys, what happens? Goes to the backer, touchdown. Now, in that going off the field and in that, uh, in that huddle on the sidelines, you're going to have conversations about, well, well what happened? Hey, man, I, I thought I had it. I thought I read it. I knew the play. What, what 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 happened? I was too slow. Why are you too slow when you know the play and you have stopped that play numerous times in practice? I second-guess myself. It'll frustrate a linebacker quickly. If they know they should have a free pass to the, to the running back or to the ball, and they don't because someone on their team doesn't do their job. Specifically, this conversation the defensive tackle. Now, also in the passing game, Ohio State's been thirsty. Let's just go ahead and use that word. Buckeye fans, coaches, everybody involved, media members around the country, college football fans have been, a lot of them, have been thirsty for Ohio State's defensive ends to be elite on both sides of the ball. Now, in 2018, I believe it was, oh, we can have Chase Young and Nick Bosa. Nick Bosa goes down, I believe, week two against TCU. 
end up uh, ends up deciding to um, prepare prepare a little bit earlier than expected for the NFL draft and does not return to the team due to the abdominal injury that he suffered. Okay, didn't get it then. Now I'm not even saying Jack Sawyer is going to be like that dude, like a elite D end in 2023. I'm not ready to go that far just yet. But I will make this statement. wasn't sure if I was going to make a bold proclamation today, but here we go. JT Toymaloa, I do believe, will be a first-round pick. I think he'll progress to potentially be a top 15, top 10 pick in the upcoming NFL draft. Also, Jack Sawyer. If Jack Sawyer plays up to the potential that some think he can play at in his first year of being a starter, wherever you think he'll be as a first-year starter, that's where you think he'll play right now. Your projection is your projection. But if Jack Sawyer plays up to the potential that many people think he can be as a first-year starter, buddy, look. Look. This pass rush could be nasty. This pass rush could be lethal. Why am I so confident in the pass rush at Ohio State without even really knowing who is going to be in those rotations? There's a belief that Michael Hall Jr. is healthy, will be on the field a lot, and he'll be destroying people on, on Saturdays. Tyleek Williams, conditioning getting up. He has first-round potential, according to some. Hey, also, Tyleek Williams messing things up. So you have two guys on the interior, just going with the guys I think that'll start messing things up. And you had Jack Sawyer playing up to potential as a first-year starter, and then you have Tui Maloa doing JTT things. Woo, you're looking at a nasty foursome for Ohio State in the fall. One easy key for Ohio State to have an elite defense in the fall is for the D-line to play great football, play after play after play. An easy way also. And some players, I mentioned numerous, Caden Curry, Tui Maloa, Sawyer, Jackson Jr., Tywon Malone, Michael Hall Jr., Tyleek Williams. If all those guys do their jobs every time they're on the field, we could be looking at elite defense in Columbus in 2023. Prediction time is back here on the show as I will be predicting who I think the captains will be for the Buckeyes in 2023. I got four on offense. Well, three plus one on offense, three plus one on defense. We're going over my offensive predictions next on Locked on Buckeyes. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Take your first swing at betting Major League Baseball on FanDuel and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets up to $200. That's right. Just bet 20 bucks and you'll land $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. It's $200. You can spend betting everything from the money line to the over-under to who you think is going to be the to hit the first home run. All on an app that's safe secure, and super easy to use. Plus, when you win, you can get paid instantly. So sign up today and visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn to get up to $200 in bonus bets. That's FanDuel.com slash LockedOn. FanDuel, official partner of Major League Baseball. Thanks for making Locked On Buckeyes your first listen every single day. Do you have suggestions about things that should be discussed and I should tackle different topics I should tackle here on the show? Leave a comment on the YouTube comment section. Leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify. We'll check that out there as well. But also email me at jstevens317 at gmail.com. Once again, the email address, jstevens317 
317 at gmail.com. Email me any suggestions, any topics you would like discussed between now and the start of the football season, Labor Day weekend. Lothan Buckeyes is a part of the Lothan Podcast Network, your team every day. Prediction time, baby. I've been waiting for this for quite a long time, and I have gone over some things in regards to predictions for the captains for Ohio State in 2023. And I was kind of wondering, should I go linebacker, DN, secondary member? Should I go O-line, running back, or O-line, a skill position player, and then um, a, a quarterback? How should I go about this? And I don't want to go saying, oh, it has to be one of this and one of that. No. I just wanted to go who I thought was the most deserving and who would be the most likely to be captains for Ohio State in the fall. There have been guys, there are guys like um, Josh Proctor, who's been at Ohio State for a long period of time. Then you have a guy in um, Donovan Jackson, has been there as long, but will be a multi-year starter and will probably be an NFL draft pick coming up, if not next year, the following season. So I was trying to get a mix of leadership qualities, guys that have been there for a while, but no, no, throw it all out the window. Who do I think deserves to be a captain? And this is also this also goes into who I think will be a captain. First up, it's my guy who I predict will wear the block O jersey in 2023, Mr. Cade Stover. Now, what Stover, I think it was simple. Longevity, been there for a while. We're going to play with multiple quarterbacks, been a really good piece, a team guy. Comes in on defense, goes back to offense, and a backup role with Jeremy Ruckert. Rolls Bowl in 2021 season. All of a sudden, they say, hey, week of the game, we need you to play a linebacker. Plays out of his mind in that game due to the circumstances surrounding him as not really playing linebacker that much of late. The next thing you know, what else do you find? The following season a year ago goes back to tight end, tight end one, plays really good football. Uh, could have had 500 uh, receiving yards last year, could have had um, um, six or seven touchdowns. Like these are legit numbers that an Ohio State tight end could have had over 40 catches. Legit numbers that an Ohio State tight end could have had a year ago. Kate Stover's just a worker. He's a grinder. He's a leader. And I do believe, one, he exemplifies what Ohio State wants a football player to be. And I think he would be a great leader on and off the field for the Ohio State Buckeyes in the fall. Cade Stover is the guy that I think will be a captain for the Buckeyes in the fall. Number two, Marvin Harrison Jr. Stunt like my daddy. Now, this one's kind of also kind of easy. Not a guy who's been there four or five years. A guy who got during his freshman year in 2021, got on the field against Utah in the Rose Bowl, played really good, really good football, made some catches where it's like, ooh, this is just a glimpse of what he will be as a consistent starter for Ohio State. Great, great, great season a year ago. A phenomenal season. Yeah, you may want more, maybe versatility, maybe say, hey, play more in the slot. Like, no, nah, no. Nah. You're looking at a guy, Marvin Harrison Jr., who could realistically win the Bolitnikoff, win, be a first-team All-Big all Ten member, first-team All-American, could be a consensus All-American. Um, I said it earlier, if he plays out of his mind and just blows up, and if if he um, just explodes this year, every single game, can legitimately have a Devonta Smith year like Devonta Smith had in 2020 and win the Heisman. Now, Devonta Smith has things go his way that went into him winning the Heisman. However, I think Harrison Jr. might be a better overall receiver than Devonta Smith this year for Ohio State. 
So with all that in mind, I think it's kind of a no-brainer. Remember, a lot of times people say longevity makes you a captain. But you also have to be a really good football player. And if you haven't been there for a long time, as long as others, but you still kill on the football field, buddy, that's you. Marvin Harrison Jr. caged over captains for Ohio State. My predictions for them in the fall. The next one's Matthew Jones, another, another multi-year starter like caged over, like Marvin Harrison Jr., um, another multi-year starter, and a guy who I do believe will be a pivotal piece of the Ohio State O-line. That's a pivotal piece, not just because he's a starter, but if this team's going to be elite in the fall, if this team is going to be the best offensive line in the conference, which makes you one of the best of the country because you're going to be looking at a, a team's Wisconsin, Michigan, Penn State, Iowa, who are going to be vying to be the best O-line units in the conference. And if you're better than all of them, it's a good shot you're one of the best in the country as well. Matthew Jones, his leadership is going to be needed for Ohio State, but also not just for the offense, needed for that unit. You only have two returning starters on the offensive line for Ohio State, him and Donovan Jackson. Thought is Carson Hensman is going to be a starter at it's going to be a starter at center. Joshua Fryer is going to be one starting tackle, probably um, Josh Simmons. The other starting tackle, the San Diego State transfer. I would put Simmons at left tackle, Fryer at right tackle, and call it a day. Prediction for all for the starters. I am predicting six total. Stover, Harrison Jr., Matthew Jones. If there's another one. Now, this one is contingent upon this player winning the starting job for Ohio State as, a, as Ohio State's starting quarterback. It's Kyle McCord. You're going to be called upon to be a leader no matter what, mainly partly because of the position you play. But if you are a first-year starting quarterback at Ohio State and Kyle McCord's been there three years, knows the offense, knows the team, knows what it means to be a Buckeye, he's a guy that could be a captain for Ohio State. Now, this is if he wins a starting job. I don't know who's going to win it. He has my vote, but I don't know if that's what the coaches are thinking. However, if he, if he is the starting quarterback, I do think Kyle McCord is next up. I would even remove Matthew Jones and put McCord there if McCord is the starting quarterback for the Buckeyes in 2023. Three plus one on offense. We got three plus one on defense coming your way as I predict who the starting captains will be. For Ohio State in the fall, as Lachlan Buckeyes rolls on here on a Tuesday, stay tuned. You don't want to miss what's coming up next. This episode is brought to you by Billiards Plus. Billiards Plus has the best selection of pool tables, game tables, shuffleboard tables, and more. And the best service in Central Ohio. Billiards Plus also can set you up with a brand new top-of-the-line grill that will last for generations. We all know how hard it is with the supply chain issues this year and getting certain things shipped on time. So when it comes to ordering that one big gift for someone you love, Billiards Plus has exactly what you are looking for. Billiards Plus carries the best pool tables from Brunswick, Alhassen, Canada, Billiards, and more. Plus, top-of-the-line grills from PK, Napoleon, Memphis, and LaGriddle. That will be the last grill you own. Seriously, these grills stand the test of time. No matter the season, Billiards Plus has you covered for all your indoor and outdoor entertainment needs. Visit their showroom on Dublin Center Drive in Dublin. Check them out at billiards-plus.com. 
Billiards.com. Billiards Plus, family owned and operated for generations. Thanks for making Lock Club Buckeyes your first listen every single day. Now is the perfect time to subscribe to Lock Club Buckeyes on Apple or Spotify or the Odyssey app or YouTube so you don't miss a beat. If you're an Apple or Spotify listener, leave a five-star review and a rating. If you watch us on the YouTube, subscribe to the Locked on Buckeyes YouTube channel. Smash, that is correct, smash that like button on this video and hit the bell so you're notified every time a new video goes live. Locked on Buckeyes is a part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Three plus one on offense. Three plus one on defenders. I predict who the Ohio State captains will be in 2023. These are pretty easy, just being honest with you. Now, I could easily had another one here, and I'm going to kind of erase one that I saw. But these are pretty easy to me as far as who do I think will be a captain? And they're all elite. Probably all will get drafted. Day two, early day three, guys, you're probably going to see all these guys make plays, numerous plays every Saturday. The Buckeyes are on the field. So once again, I, I could have gone with the longevity of one player. I could have gone with the inexperience, but a starter of another. All three of these predictions will make sense once you hear them. The first one is JT Tuomaloa. He is represent, representing Ohio State at Big Ten Media Days, along with Marvin Harrison Jr., Cade Stover, and the head coach of your Buckeyes, Mr. Ryan Day. Two and below, this was a simple one. Another, You kind of get a sense here about how I'm going about this thing. Another multi-year starter, a guy who will be an NFL draft pick, a guy who I think will be a first-round pick, potentially top 15, top 10, if he progresses in the ways that I think he will. Tuimaloa is going to be asked to be a leader on the defense and specifically the defensive line. Even though the guys on the D-line, they all played before. Played a little bit. Not as much as you would like for some of them. Michael Hall Jr. and Tyleek Williams. However, he's going to be someone that he's a leader on the team. Leader on the unit that he plays on the defense is someone that I believe you want in your corner. JT Tuimaloa. One captain for Ohio State in 2023. The next one, it's another easy one. Multi-year starter in Tommy Eichenberg. Some say he was the best linebacker in college football a year ago. And those that say that he was a year ago, they think he will be this year in the fall. I'm not here to make any of those projections or predictions right now. All I will make is, the kind of statement I will make is this. What do we know Tommy Eichenberg for doing? Not talking much, but just getting stuff done. Getting stuff done on the football field. Getting stuff done on the practice field. Being somebody that the coaches can trust. Being somebody that the coaches can lean on. Being somebody that if there's a newcomer, they can go to Ike and Ike can help them get from point A to point B in their career. Tommy Eichenberg, another easy, breezy decision to make, prediction to make in regards to another defensive captain for Ohio State. Now, the next one is another one, multi-year starter. But also, this guy has gone through some adversity via an injury that he suffered during, I believe it was the Rose Bowl in 2021, January of 2022, New Year's Day. Lathan Ransom, I believe, was on a kickoff, goes down, leg injury, 
done for the game, but also many people didn't think, no, 2020, yeah, January 2022. Many people didn't think, even myself included, did not think Ransom would be ready for week one a year ago against Notre Dame due to the kind of timetable that it would take for him to recover and heal from the injury. Ransom, team guy, was on a starter week one. Ultimately came in for Proctor, who lost, who went, who left the game after a 51-yard touchdown reception. Um, by now, Lorenzo Styles, Ohio State Buckeye, Lorenzo Styles was, was on Notre Dame a year ago. But Ransom's gone through some adversity. He's been at Ohio State for numerous years. He's been a multi-year starter. He's been someone that has had to overcome things, not just via the injury physically, but also mentally as well to get to where he is going, where he is right now in his career at Ohio State. Lathan Ransom is the guy. Now, if I had to go plus one, it's another one. Steel Chambers. Now, it's not just a multi-year starter, but it goes in two Kate Stover. They're both team guys. Steel Chambers came into Ohio State as a running back. I remember Jeremy uh, Birmingham of Rivals. He ended up telling Steel Chambers in high school, said, hey, man, you might be better at linebacker than running back in college. What do we find? Due to injuries and his spot on the depth chart for running back, he moves to linebacker. 2021 season linebacker. 2022 season linebacker. 2023 season? I think we're looking at a guy in Steel Chambers who could be the best linebacker at Ohio State in the fall. That's not saying Ike's going to regress. That just means that I do think Steel Chambers is going to progress in a great way in 2023. To recap, three plus one on offense, Harrison Jr., Kate Stover, Matthew Jones, and McCord, if McCord is the starting quarterback. And then on defense, Tui Malowal, Eichenberg, Lathan Ransom, and then a plus one on defense, Mr. Steel Chambers. Two more shows left in the week. Can't wait to come back with you to discuss more about your Ohio State football team, especially as Big Ten Media Days is right around the corner. As always, you can follow me on Twitter at jstevens07. You can send all of your emails to jstevens317 at gmail.com. Attachment Locked on Buckeyes here on a Tuesday. I'll see you next time.